currently 42 degrees in Lynchburg, Bedford, and Danville, 43 in Roanoke and Salem, 42 in Appomattox, 41 in uh, Amherst, where I, my husband's up in a tree. Is he okay? Yeah. Waiting for uh, <laughs> waiting for the uh, venison. Bambi. Gotcha. <laughs> so, do you know they sell venison at um, Whole Foods now? No, I did not. I don't. I don't like it. Interesting. No, because if it if it becomes it is. popular. Right. In America, like it has in Europe, you mm-hmm. know the government's going to oh, have their hands gonna, all yeah, up in it. They are. They're going to want their pound of flesh. Yeah, yeah. Or their pound and, of venison, and yeah. And you can't, you're like, oh, you know, it has to be F- USDA regulated. Right. I'm telling you, I don't like it. I don't Small like government. It. So I was making a little noise getting ready for that. I didn't, have, bit, the, I didn't have the bit, mics on. You're a little bit loud. I, I'm thinking if I was ever in the space shuttle or the space station, <laughs> um, because my wife says, can you, you know, can you, I'm going to sleep in a little bit today. Can you be quiet? And <laughs> No, um, no, we can't. I, there's, there's always something that I'm bumping or when I hang my, you know, we built this beautiful bathroom, I don't know, 13, 14 years ago. And, oh, with your fancy <clears throat> spa tub. Spa tub that's yeah. been used seven times in that many years. <laughs> exactly, and so that many times. The, the funny thing is, uh, it it became my my clothes hanger right so like i drape my clothes much over like it. a treadmill for some people <clears throat> right so uh i inevitably when i drape it over i've got my belt already on the pants and and of course that clanging i mean you know it's it's like this yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's my belt hitting the tub surround in the morning and and of course that that's loud enough and high pitch enough it cuts through the white noise that we listen to all night, all night. <laughs> It's, it's just amazing. My wife's hearing is amazing. So is the dogs. Because I'm trying not to disturb Romeo. Because if I wake Romeo up. It's time to it's, eat. It's game on. Yeah. I, I'm, and if I feed Romeo, I've got to feed everybody. Right. Which means i got to separate the cats because Bristol will eat everything. Well, Ramsey could be right next to Bristol. And Bristol would knock Ramsey's head out of that and begin eating his. Yeah, and then go back to his. Baxter and Winston. And it's just, it's like I have to separate them. Yeah. You know, and it's funny. So yesterday... We had we had folks over, and Baxter, mm-hmm. who is very spoiled to mom, right? Um, and I think it's because he might get anxious when there's a bunch of people over. Mm-hmm. Was it was just like hold me, hold me, hold really? me, hold me, and they were giving me the hardest time right. because I'll hold him and I'll jostle him like a baby, right, right. And when I do, he falls asleep. <laughs> and and my friend, can't you lay him down and put Lori, him in bed and cover him up? Well, no, it doesn't work it that just way. It doesn't huh? work very well. <laughs> and so they were giving me a hard time. My sister, they were like, you "Oh, know, Pam was there. Pam was there." Oh, and and said she's my like, love. "Are you seriously rocking that dog right. to sleep? Because he will fall. He'll fall asleep." And uh, and I said, "You cannot judge me because." The only difference is my baby weighs four pounds. Right. Yours weigh 400 oh my pounds. Oh, gosh, yeah. And they are much more expensive, and they could kill you. You need a bobcat so, to cradle theirs. Yeah, because she's <laughs> got four horses, and they're so spoiled. Right. Because it got cold this weekend. Oh, gee. And they're in the stall going, uh, uh, what happened? Turn the heat on, Mom. <laughs> we're we're going to need the blankets and everything. <laughs> so she was out there spoiling them all weekend. Oh, so don't be judging me, because right. I know you. Exactly. I know how that works. Good morning. You're on the morning jam. Hey guys, going up Afton Mountain. I, I believe that God sent the prophetess down because that is the most beautiful view I've seen in a while. Oh, it, it is pretty but, up uh, there. And he must love fog because there's always a lot of fog on that mountain, different parts of the of the year. Yeah, a yeah. lot of 
a lot of times, but that might be the essence of God, you know. So <laughs> it's beautiful this morning. Well, the fog is beautiful too. It's just deadly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I uh, I did get that uh, venison from Whole Foods, and uh, oh, how my was wife it? Talked me into going into Whole Foods. Oh, it's tasty. I, I'm gonna eat the chili today. I put it in chili. Okay. And uh, I tasted it a little bit. Of course, you know, like Janet. I, like to scoop a little bit up and eat it while I'm fixing it. You, mm-hmm. know, so, you got to. You got to know uh, what you're making. Yeah, that's right. And uh, today, Bobby Kennedy Jr. making his announcement. Oh, he is. So He's going to break. Keep up with this. He's going to break free of the uh, Democratic Party today. Okay, quick, yep, quick, uh, quick question. Because your your uh-huh. your signals in and out. I want to get your take on this. Do you think he runs as the uh, the uh, oh shoot? What do they call themselves? It's a third party. The party. Yes, the libertarian. Because the, the, the word is, is if he runs under that banner, he literally could make a huge impact on this thing. Because, I think he will. Yeah. I, think, I think it's a very real possibility. And I think Tulsi might join him to which Kennedy. Kennedy asked Tulsi last week if she would take, if she would be Trump's vice president. And she said she wouldn't turn that down either. So okay. Well, Tulsi that would be. going to be in a mix somewhere. Yeah. She'd make an in, that would make an interesting. Uh, you know, pair dynamic because yeah. I'll tell you, most of the country's exhausted with both Biden and hey, Trump. Yeah, so. appreciate the call, Alan. I that would be interesting if Tulsi Gabbard lined up with with Bobby Kennedy. Yeah. So yeah, that would I be think interesting. It, I think it'd be better if Trump got her because I think she brings in a certain yeah. part of the Democratic Party that could make a difference. But hey, let's go back to the thing you talked about in the first hour. The people in Pennsylvania are weary. That is. That is, that was, uh, and and granted, Todd called from FNL and said, "I don't think that lady is a Republican." Who said that? You know, one of the conclusions that she she made about Trump. But, well, it wasn't just her though. Um, it, so th- that was on Meet the Press. Is right. what you were talking about that? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just some of the people in the swing in state of Pennsylvania. Yeah said that they're so exhausted mm-hmm. and and depressed right by the fact that we could be facing that same the runoff same too um and, and it's like we don't have anybody else in this country Come the, on. they're just bewildered that that is their the best i'd rather see that we hillary have. run against trump oh then well i don't like hillary obviously because i voted for trump i have to be deprogrammed in, in her eyes i'm part of a cult but it would to me it would be more entertaining and i think our chances of winning would be maybe greater i, I hate to yeah. say it but biden like he is the bernie's you know weekend guy that's like almost bulletproof in democrats minds what did the one person say even if biden was dead uh, they, yeah and and they called themselves a republican they right. said they would they would still vote for biden over trump right um it's, it's just, just bizarre that is bizarre because but then but then the people who are passionate about trump mm-hmm. are just as equally right. passionate about him right. so they're they're going to vote for him whether he's in jail or not we just need somebody that can bring this country together okay i, I just but i don't know who that person is one out so. of ten ten being the most likely to happen the, the, it was bandied about over the weekend, you know, among all the r- rest of the crazy news with the the war in Israel and Gaza, that Trump would maybe entertain the speakership. Well, One out of ten, what do you much. think? What do you think the chances? Because he'll say he'll it just to get a headline. Himself, oh, that's all he's doing. Yes, he's just trying to get a headline. I he's think. not going to I think it's about a, a one point 
zero. Yeah, it's just <laughs> if, not. It may be a point five. I mean, if my life was dependent on it, right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be putting too You'd much put, putting money down mm-hmm. on that. Okay, I was curious because people are. I had a couple of people over the weekend. With, what do you think? I said, I don't think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So, so hey, I see you scrolling over there. Yeah. What do you think? Think about Reba being on The Voice now. I think it's I think it's good. I, I mean, think it brings them a certain street cred back. She she is well. They're saying she's well on her way to being crowned the queen of of country music. I mm-hmm. I would say you know she's getting to that point in her career yeah. uh, where that's the the case. And she's always been pretty great about supporting other artists. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that she did on social media was she invited people to sing their version of Fancy. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Which I thought was that was kind of neat uh, that she did it. Maybe I'll I'll pull some of that up and, so, and see what that sounds like. But what's Blake's wife's name? I hate to say it. We just celebrated her birthday. Um, uh, if you hadn't asked me, I could have told you. Yeah, sings woo the sweet yeah. thing. Anyway, she's back on. Okay. So and then there's a guy I don't recognize, and then who is the other person? There's the four. There's Reba. Uh, Gwen Estefan, uh, uh, Gwen, is it, what's her Gwen name? Stefani. Stefani, thank you. I remembered her first name. It means half my brain's working. Um, I could. So, lo- Ke- is Kelly gone? Kelly may still be part of it. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's just it's Gwen. I haven't, Gwen I haven't Stefani, watched it in a while. Reba, some guy, and some other guy. I, it's terrible. I can't remember who all. So. Uh, it's part of the old. Mega Mentor. The Voice is back. Twenty third season. Yeah, yeah. Um, Blake Shelton's final season. Oh, okay, so that would have been last year. Anyway, I, I I've watched the show. I'm I'm more intrigued by the other show that that uh, Simon still does. You know, Britney's I, got talent. I like the voice. I'm not, I'll tell you why I like mm-hmm. the voice because there's no um, prejudging going on. Okay, like like they America's can't, Got Talent they can't or American Idol. They can't look and Idol. say, "Oh, well, they're too old. We're going to dismiss right. them," or they're overweight. We're going to dismiss them. So or they're, they're not attractive enough. We're their first shot them. is their shot. Literally, right. it's all about the voice. Right. Just just all about the voice. Doesn't right. matter how old you are. There's no ageism. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know, sexism. There. Well, right. I mean, maybe. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're really going, you know, just by that. I think she'll be a nice I think she's going to bring a, a fun element. I may actually watch it uh, just, to, just to see how she does and stuff. So... So they said, so Blake's not on, on this one. Right. Season 24. Mm-hmm. Because they said 2023, but it was, yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I mean, some of these things just run their course. Course, I And think. then they try to bring in new uh, talent. Judges to- who will make their appearance in the new season include Adam Levine, Dan Reynolds, Taylor Swift, Luke Bryan. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Gwen Stefani, John Legend, Nahal Horan, I don't know who that is, and Reba McIntyre. I think Legend's one of the ones that's in the commercial, now that I think yeah. about it. And he's a good coach, yeah. I will say. I'm not a huge fan of John Legend's policies and, and things. Right, right. He's Politics and his wife is just... Right, is the worst. Something else. But, um, but yeah, he is a good coach. Yeah. And he, he has some pretty great folks on there too hey we got to go to break um when we come back i'm gonna see if i can find some of the the fancy okay you know yeah
We'll All right, see. let's do it. We'll see what we can find. It is. Uh, We're trying to, to make this uh, as balanced as we can. There's a lot of tragedy going on in the world there right it now. Is. 818 here on a Monday. Here comes the sun. It's all right. Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. So, Janet, it is 821. Uh, this is a news story, okay? New York Post. Oh, boy. New York Post. Transgender women taking gender-affirming hormones like estrogen are up to 95% more likely uh, to heart disease compared to cisgender men, which I am a cisgender man. Yeah. Okay. I identify as a man because I am one. Yeah. You know. Anyway, uh, a study published in the European Journal of uh, whatever, Encrinology, showed that all trans people were significantly at higher risk uh, of a host of serious potential deadly medical conditions, including heart attacks and strokes. Transgender women taking estrogen had a 93% increase of risk of heart problems. Yeah. Um, You know why? Because you're not a woman. I know. And you, you shouldn't have that much estrogen in your body. And your body's going, what? Yeah, it's, no. It's not having a good reaction. Transgender men taking testosterone, um, which are women trying to be men, had a 2.2 time increase risk of cardiovascular ailments compared to uh, with controlled men at 63% risk. So uh, we're, we're starting to see some real numbers. And I don't, I'm not making fun of this. I'm not no. making light of it. This is the reality These are on real the ground. ramifications. Of, of trying to be something that you're not. Right. So um, it's because something it's not. It's not normal. It's not natural. You're right. So there you go. 866-916-3776. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Yeah, this is Donald. Uh, I, um, how do you... Okay, I know you. If you tell Alexa to play twelve forty WG, I mean you can do it that way, or you can do W um, IQO. Yeah. But what? Where else on the actual AM dial are you guys? Are you anywhere else? Well, I mean, in, in Roanoke we have an FM frequency. In Lynchburg we're one hundred point nine. In Danville, Gretna we are one hundred six three. And then, okay, um, go ahead. Okay, how about that? I'm just on AM. Cause the just on AM, else we're, we're heard at the original uh, WBLT, uh, 1350, I believe. Am I mm-hmm. right on that, Janet? Okay. Uh, okay, 13, 1350. Yeah, 1350 okay. AM in Bedford. Or just listen to us on the app. And even when there's atmospheric conditions, which can tinker with AIM at times, you can get yeah. us if you have uh, the app on the phone. I would suggest that you get the 100.9 WIQO app. It just seems to work a little bit better. Uh, well, I do to... Alexa. I do. I do. I do Alexa. But okay. I was just wondering about the thirteen fifty might be possible. Yeah, I'm yeah. In, I'm in. I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh wow. And the father. The father stays. Yeah, I talk. I call. I call you guys every once in a while. Yeah, I thought I recognized the name. Uh, yeah. Okay. But the farthest station I've ever gotten on FM is a station one time in Kansas. It blew me away. Wow. I taped it. I taped it, and then the tape broke. So, you know, oh no. Whatever. 
Well, I've got I some. Know. I got some old air checks on cassette from WGOL days when Terry Davis and Randy Hahn and all those guys, Bob Abbott and Bob Howard, my gosh, Steve Mann, even, yeah. and then uh, Roger Hammer. Uh, I sent Roger Hamner. Yeah. Hamner. I'm sorry. sorry. I sent him a because um, he, he works at Q, and yeah. I sent him a audio, I, I took audio over check for one Terry. time. Oh, you did. That's when I went to work there. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Hey, Donald, thanks for the call, bud. Yeah. God bless you, man. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of great people that I've met in, over the years in radio. Some just funny like, to the hilt. Literally on Radio Lane. Right. That it was, was on Radio, radio Lane. Lane. I remodeled mm-hmm. that studio for yeah. them. And then I helped them move it across town. It was a, it was in the middle of the country. Yeah, yeah. And we had a uh, a lady that ran the front office that was terrified of any wildlife at all. Yeah, because... Radio Lane was this little rinky-dink road. Yeah. Now you've got Lay's potato chips, right. and all, it became an industrial park right. later on. And we and we knew if we heard a, a a horn honking that there was wildlife outside, right? Because Debbie wouldn't come in, right? <laughs> Debbie Jennings, it's Rashad Jennings' mother. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was yeah, our yeah. office manager. Played for Liberty, and then the Giants. Yep. And and she would also name the wildlife. Oh, she did. Yeah, because we would have the little guinea hens that would come out of the forest. Right. And there was one that was really cocky, a little strutty one. <laughs> and she goes, look, that's Todd. That's <laughs> he was the morning guy, okay. the morning news guy. Question about, you know, wildlife. Yeah. I've noticed more, and only a couple, because, I mean, it is like once a month that I see a fox but I've seen a couple dead fox now on the side of the road mm. in the last month. And I don't know where they're coming out more because the weather's starting to cool or well, what. Well, I don't know when their mating season is. Okay. Usually when you start seeing a lot of that, right. same thing with the skunks. Right. It's because love is in the air. Uh, everywhere, everywhere you look, look around. around. <laughs> yeah. And and like uh, and like just with humans, yeah. uh, they get real stupid when, <laughs> when the hormones start raging. Just watch any of the live sh- reality shows on MTV yeah, or it's wherever. The same, same difference. People get stupid. Like, <laughs> oh, I didn't see her. I was looking at the little sexy fox over there. And then I got killed dead. Yeah. So, uh, honestly, that's what daddy used to say, you know. Oh, well, you know, it's romance time. Everybody gets well, stupid around romance time. Speaking of animals getting stupid... There's two squirrels in the middle of the road, <laughs> all right? And and what's your daddy say about squirrels? Uh, the the highway of life is littered with the bodies of dead squirrels that couldn't make a decision. So these, I'm beeping the horn. I'm right. down on Langhorn Road, almost to Rivermont, mm-hmm. and I'm laying on the horn, and these two squirrels are like doing circles in the middle of the road. Like they can't yeah. figure like, out where to go. What are we doing? What are we doing? finally go off the road okay but i'm still like laying on the horn because i they're so fast i didn't anticipate well guess what happened because i continued to beep the horn the third squirrel comes out in the middle of the road Did you get him he no i did okay. i barely missed him right he was off the side going oh i'm watching my friends fight in the middle of the road oh i think i'll join it oh, wait they're not here anymore oh there's somebody blowing a horn but it's a dad, big vehicle coming at anytime me anytime i couldn't make a decision right that's what my dad would say right yeah mm-hmm. janet land the highway of life is littered with the bodies of squirrels that couldn't make a decision. Right. You got to make a decision, girl, yep. one way or the other. Get off the poop or pot. And I or would, pot or poop or pot. How does that thing go? He never said that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, either way. Yeah. <laughs> Get off the pop or poop. Yeah. Uh, That's yeah. one of my wife's think, favorite ones. And she probably says it just that way. Yes. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, so speaking of, of uh, you know, dumb people. Okay. Um, have you have you seen much about this new study that they're trying to to cite now about the the gas stoves causing the asthma? Yeah, I, well, I've heard about it. I haven't yeah. read it. One out of eight children right. have childhood asthma because of your gas stoves, right. 
which means seven out of eight children have asthma because of your electric stove, apparently. Right. Mm-hmm. So why do we have electric stoves? I, Seems like their odds question. would be much better yeah. with the gas stove. I was asthmatic as a kid. I don't remember us having a gas stove. My brothers could straighten me out on that. My I don't know. youngest, my, no, my oldest boy, mm-hmm. he was asthmatic mm-hmm. as a baby. We, and I we got didn't over have it. a gas stove at that age. Yeah, I got over it in my teens. You know, his was, worked I mean, out. his was pretty significant mm-hmm. until he he did grow out of it. Right. Though, mm-hmm. which is kind of amazing when you think well, about it. Well, mom used to say, because I worked in a cabinet shop starting at age 13, remember, honey, wear a mask because you were asthmatic. So, and, and I wore that so mantle to, to for your many mother, years. To your mother, you were always, right. you were asthmatic forever. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not so sure that that's not true. Like, when it comes to, like, recruitment and, like, the military, mm-hmm. don't they consider that? Well, I th- yeah, it's yeah because you have to run all the those reason, laps. And... That's the reason my dad, they didn't take my dad. Really? Okay. Because he was asthmatic, but as a child. Mm-hmm. But, but he, no. Nope. I think... I played organized sports up till eighth grade because I started in a cabinet shop in eighth grade. Mm. So, but I can remember running sprints after practice, you know, and I think quite honestly, playing those organized sports helped me grow out of the asthma, honestly, because I I was able to do it. I hated it, especially after an hour and a half of practice. Now we're going (laughs) to run wind sprints. And I'm thinking, why? We're already half dead. Do you want to finish us off? Yep. That's his job. <laughs> That's his job. WDBJ7 is on the way, getting you updated on all the headlines you need to know for this Monday morning. We'll also take a look at that forecast with our staff meteorologist, Matt Ferguson, to see, are we going to have some warmer weather coming mm-hmm. this week? He'll tell us. Will the squirrels be out getting their nuts and getting run over? There's not a lot of acorns this no, year. It's I've not noticed good. that. That's not good. That could be a shortage. Yeah, that could be bad news for a lot of wildlife. Joe Biden to the rescue. Oh, Lord. <laughs> his, his, his new campaign promise. Just because he's nuts doesn't mean he can, like, provide it for other people. Mark. An egg corn for every tree. Yeah, in every pot. Yeah. <laughs> and currently we have in uh, Lynchburg... 42 degrees, 44 in Bedford, 46 in Roanoke and Salem, 45 in Danville, 44 in Amherst, 45 in Appomattox. Pretty clear everywhere. Okay. All right. Uh, A Mountain Valley pipeline, or as they call them, MVPs, protester was arrested Saturday after a lockdown blockade and a pipeline uh, right off the way on Peters Mountain in Giles County. Protester who is referred to as Mickey, uh, you know, by the Appalachian Against Pipelines group, uh, that's a AAPG is what they call themselves, uh, was charged with three misdemeanors and given a bail of $2,500. The pipeline's construction consisting of tree clearing on the mountain was halted Saturday due to the protest. So uh, this uh, person's going to jail. We talked about progress is going to happen regardless. This thing has been in the courts for, for a long, long time, and it has um, gone to the side of the pipeline. So Get out of the way. You're going to get scooped up, maybe like the trees. Hmm. Yeah. Average gasoline prices in Virginia have fallen 5.9 cents per gallon in the past week, averaging 345, according to Gas Buddy's survey of 4,081 stations in Virginia. Prices are 10.3 cents per gallon lower than a month ago and stand 3.8 cents per gallon lower than a year ago. The national average price of diesel has fallen 4 cents in the last week and stands at 4.48 per gallon. 
according to Gas Buddy, the cheapest station in Virginia was priced at three hundred one. Mm. Most expensive four forty nine. Wow. Lowest price of the state on Sunday was three hundred one. Highest being four forty nine. A difference of a dollar forty eight a gallon. That is a large swing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's yep. three fourteen at Sam's right now. Yeah, let's take a look and see what that price was before Biden took office. Let's yeah, well, look at those prices. It was under two dollars, as oh, I remember. That's right. That is correct. Why are Why you whispering? I, whispering? I don't know. know. <laughs> it's a little creepy. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, <laughs> I bring my big voice up. Thanks. Uh, the Central Virginia District Health District is conducting a study about long COVID and its impact in our area. Long COVID is defined uh, as a person that's been sick months after getting COVID. According to the Virginia Department of Health, symptoms include trouble breathing, fatigue, coughing, problems with organs like your heart and or kidneys. Uh, It says uh, you don't have to have uh, the diagnosis of long COVID to participate in the study requirements. There are a few. You've had to have COVID at least once, uh, experiencing symptoms lasting at least two months after the infection. And the uh, resident areas that they're covering is Amherst, Appomattox, Bedford, Campbell County, and the city of Lynchburg, if you want to participate in that long COVID study. So, hmm. so I have a quick question. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to address the the story we were looking at during the break with the football player. The, you know. Oh, yeah, we can. The, the, we're lightening it up The, a the Taylor bit. Swift like, boyfriend. That's all he's known oh, by. Hey, he just happens to be a star on the Kansas City Chiefs, right? And is definitely, you know, likes the ladies. Well, apparently. Um, but do you but, think? But, but they say they're selling more tickets. Right. So yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Okay. I, here's my question. It's about that, but but indirectly. Do you think that you know high-profile people should hook up with our other high-profile people? Because maybe they understand what it means to be a high-profile person, or or is it somebody? It seems you would consider to be the the way plain? that people go, right? Um, although it would it would. I mean, you see people who have those um, relationships and they last a long time. Right, I mean, right. You look at like Paul Newman, sure, and his wife. They stayed together yeah. like for for decades, yeah. but not his first marriage Rodeo, or hers. Right. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you see a lot of people do that, you know, Michael Douglas and mm-hmm. Catherine Zeta-Jones and, and people like that. Um, but then you have somebody like um, Julia Roberts mm-hmm. who married a cameraman. Right. Or, so I, I guess it just depends on... I mean, on, they married, married successful people, but not such at a high... Because you almost like have competing, you know... Egos. Egos and promoters and agents... That yeah. get in the mix. I don't know. I don't I want my agent in my bed. Sorry. I think it, well, <laughs> we've also seen that. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know how that. I don't know how that works. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it's just interesting. Yeah. You know, and and are there good counselors out there that that say, and maybe your agent is your counselor? I think that that happens in a lot of cases because agents, whether it's a sports agent or a, a talent agent, say, "Look, settle down, man. You're ruining things." We've also seen the situation where um, one artist has a real problem when they're outshined by the other, right? And some are saying Natalie Wood and uh, Robert, oh, Robert Wagner, Robert Wagner, mm-hmm. that that was part of the problem in their marriage was she just launched so high and it was just very right. difficult for him did you see to deal any, with that any any which the, he admitted to any of the news over the weekend that kanye west has forbidden his new wife to speak in public 
I mean, she is Kanye a slave. West is a nutbird. He's a nutbird. I don't care what anybody says. And he tells her what she can eat. He's very and controlling. See, we and we we talked about this when everybody was like, "Oh, he's he's a Christian and he's doing all right. this stuff." Because like when my kids came to me, I'm like, "Guys, you need to slow your roll." Yeah, slow the roll and let some of the fruit bear out. Bear out, which it has not. Right. Sorry, it hasn't. But I think he's mentally ill. I think he's unstable. So, yeah. for sure. Speaking of mentally ill, let's talk about Harvard. <laughs> um, let's talk about... That's quite the, a transition In the there, category Rose. of so smart you're an idiot. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's where this would fall in. All right. Harvard student organizations claim Israel is entirely responsible for the Gaza attacks. How so? Well, let's look, shall we? More than two dozen Harvard student organizations declared in a statement on Saturday that Israel was, quote, entirely responsible for the violence occurring in its war against Gaza. They're pro-Palestinian, I'm sure. Iranian-backed Hamas soldiers launched a series of deadly attacks across southern Israel, which has since ignited into a war, leaving over 1,100 people dead, thousands more injured. The number of Israeli civilians and soldiers that were taken hostage, still unknown. We also know Americans died in that as well. Mm -hmm. Shortly after the attack, Harvard Palestine Solidarity Groups released its statement signed by 27 different organizations Mm -hmm. that blamed Israel entirely for the attacks and voiced support for Palestines in Gaza. Mm -hmm. We, the undersigned student organizations, hold the Israeli regime entirely responsible for all the unfolding violence, the statement began. Why you think we would care what you think, I don't know, Mm -hmm. but it continued. Today's events did not occur in a vacuum. For the last two decades, millions of Palestines in Gaza have been forced to live in an open-air prison. Israeli officials promised to open the gates of hell, and the Mm. massacres in Gaza have already commenced. Palestines in Gaza have no shelters for refuge and nowhere to escape. In the oncoming days, Palestines will be forced to bear the full brunt of Israelis' violence. This is unbelievable to me. Yeah. Yeah. Among the groups listed in the statement included the Harvard Islamic Society, the Harvard Jews for Liberation, the Society of Arab Students, and the Harvard Divinity School Muslim Association. Mm -hmm. There it is. The statement also attacked the apartheid regime in Israel that forced Palestinians into colonial retaliation and called on action to protect them. Mm. The... Um, Harvard Professor Emeritus Lawrence Tribe also recently received backlash after initially posting a conspiracy theory regarding Benjamin Netanyahu shortly after the attack. Now listen to this. Quote, is Netanyahu wagging the dog of war to oh take attention God. away? Are you freaking kidding me? Now listen. Is Netanyahu wagging the dog, uh, the dog of war, to take attention away from his own war on the independent judiciary? Can anyone put that past them? He wrote on Twitter. He later deleted that. Right. 
Fox News reached out to Tribe for comment, and he responded with this explanation. Quote, I sent the tweet in response to Netanyahu's reported comments before I saw the news of what Hamas had oh, actually done. Too bad, so sad. At which you point, have a predisposed opinion. I immediately deleted the tweet as clearly premature, ill-informed, oh and gosh. inappropriate to an incomplete information. Yeah, and we're going to see a whole heck of a lot wow. of that. We already yeah. have yes. seen it. How about that? He <laughs> added, I obviously condemn... Hamas's terrorist attack and unthinkable atrocities against the Israeli people, including the murder and abduction of civilians in the strongest possible terms and fully support Israel's right of self-defense, notwithstanding my long-standing, long-standing condemnation of the occupation of Gaza and its activities in the West Bank. Too little too late, buddy. Mm-hmm. Harvard. Oh, my word. The I'm smart people. You, these are the smart is, people. It is in... They have infiltrated every possible part of America. And and they want to, you know, preach coexist and they want to preach tolerance and all this stuff. I'm telling you, we've created this monster ourselves. Absolutely. We'll be back with the lighter side of news, including that Taylor Swift story. Which one? Well, the one I was the ex-girlfriend oh. speaking oh. out. <laughs> Good feeling gone. It is gone. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. 6 to 9 a.m. Some music to get us into the break. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. I mean, I burn calories when I hear her music. I know, right? <laughs> um, is she going to be singing that about uh, about her her new love? Mm. I don't know. According to his ex, once a cheater, always a cheater. Oh, boy. Because the play is going to play, play, play. Her name is uh, Maya Benberry. Mm -hmm. Uh, They say hell hath hath no fury like a woman scorn. Uh, She met Kelsey on his 2016 e-dating show, Catching Kelsey. Oh, I did not know he did that. Where 50 women, one from each state... Competed for the tight end's oh, heart. Oh, you are kidding me. No. Holy cow. She won the competition, said she was in love with him. They dated for eight months. Okay. She thought they were going to get married. Wow. She said that infidelity, which she learned about through social media, led to the split. Like the saying goes, once a cheater, always a cheater. The life coach, 31, boldly claimed. Oh, that's what she is? Mm-hmm. Oh, Okay. Certain qualities don't change in men. Travis is a narcissist. Most narcissists don't change. Mm. I hear that. Can I get an amen? Amen. Uh, he says he never cheated on her, that she's trying to get her 15 minutes of fame, which she responded that she was offended by that narrative because she talked about his cheating five years ago. Oh, wow. When they asked her what she felt, how she felt about uh, Taylor dating Travis, 
She said, I don't feel any way. It's cute. I mean, <laughs> I was with him first, she said on Inside Edition. It's nothing about Taylor. It's more about Travis. Right. Uh, and now, five years later, you're laughing, and I feel like you're mocking me. I'm not jealous or bitter. She's beautiful. She's successful. We're in two different lanes. Mm-hmm. My issue is more with, with Travis is in the sense of how you're trying to turn me into, I don't know, a bitter person, a liar, like I'm delusional, and I'm the furthest thing from that. Well, narcissists do gaslight. Yeah. So well, I don't so, know what she's talking about. So who spoke out first? Was it? Well, I think they. I think they approached her to get ah uh, to get a to, to get her to get a reaction from her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then he reacted to her being questioned by the media or whatever. Right. Because they're going to look at this stuff up. Everybody he's ever dated, I'm sure we're going to yeah. know in the last ten years it's, or whatever. It's interesting. Uh, apparently, his past girlfriends almost were all. African-American. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, boy, he has gone, like, the completely opposite direction. I mean, she, you know, Taylor's about as pale as you can get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel you, sister. <laughs> I know it's very sad, <laughs> but I get it. I totally get it. Well, yeah, so a... she's she's weighing in yeah, on it. I don't want to have a song written about me. So, <laughs> well. you know, I know Taylor is sensitive to the sun. If, if he is that, <laughs> if he is that narcissistic, he'll... Right. He probably wants a song written about him. So. Right. Well, you know what? Yeah. You know what? What better notch in your belt than to have yeah. Taylor Swift write a song about you? He's so vain. Right. He probably thinks that song is about him. He probably does. Mm. Hey, Boo Buckets are back. Uh, Say that three times fast. Okay, wait a minute. What? What? Wait, wait, what? McDonald's Boo Buckets. Boo Buckets. Oh, yeah. for Halloween. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boo Buckets. Okay. The return of the Boo Buckets. How much, been how much did they go up since last year? I can't <laughs> did really. they state? I don't know. Um, there, there's four different ones. Okay. They're bringing the boo buckets back. All right. Uh, starting October 17th. So you get the kids meal in there or something, or does he get treats? Happy meals. Happy meals. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The plastic buckets replace the regular paper packaging that the kids happy meals come in. Uh, known for their cute festive designs. They'll probably be collector's items in 25 years. Probably. Customers can choose from four different styles of boo buckets. Mummy, skeleton, monster, vampire. Okay. They'll be gone faster than you can say boo. Wow. And they're going to start uh, start them on the 17th. They debuted in 1986. That, wow. And have been available off and on. How about that? That's pretty good. Since then. So, okay. All right. That's kind of fun. Do you remember, what was your favorite thing that you collected from? Oh, from like a McDonald's yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Boy, I'm going to have to think about that for a we, second. We have, and I, and I still have them. The 101 Dalmatian snow globe ornaments. Right. I mean, used to, they had some pretty great stuff. Okay, you have one of them right here within touching distance. The raisins. Oh, the California the raisins. The California. I have, and and uh, Philip. Who did the, that? I don't one, remember who uh, did Hardy's. that. Hardy's. Hardy's, okay. One of the last few times I saw Phil, yeah. he, he wanted me to, he said, look, this is some of my stuff. And I said, okay, if you're going to give me something, I want I want a couple of your, yeah. of your California raisins, and I have them. Okay. So I, I love the California raisins because that was something we collected, you know, when he was a kid. Right. So that was special. And I remember being a kid mm-hmm. and it was, um, it was the glasses. And I think it was, the remember the Looney Tunes glasses? Oh, gosh. Who had those? Uh, maybe, maybe Hardee's. Hardee's, okay. Hardee's may have had some of the. Remember the, the biscuits, what we had, the coffee cups, you know, the yeah. sun, sunshine biscuits or whatever it was. Yeah, it was a cool-looking coffee cup. Oh, I yeah. I still have one of those somewhere. Right. So, I mean, everybody was 
yeah. collecting different things. Yeah, but yeah. I remember, I do remember the the glasses, and mm-hmm. sometimes you'll still see them. Um, yeah, I, I think I remember all of that. I think the raisins may go down as one of the top ten. Yeah, because maybe they so. did the whole herd it through the grapevine. And oh yeah, remember how they sang? They were claymation kind of things. And, yeah. Singing, yeah, that you know. was pretty. That was pretty cool. But I, th- when I was a kid, it seems like I can remember the Looney Tunes glasses, and they were actually glasses. Okay, that you would you could go and you had to buy them, right? But they were like a limited run or yeah, yeah. or whatever, and that was that was kind of isn't cool. it funny how how um, you know fast food chains make these little trinkets and we and we hang on to them and then mm-hmm. they turn into something special. Sometimes, sometimes they do. Um, the, well, it's like those fries that you had fall between the seats and they're like eight years old and they you know, still are intact i bought Those a are thing trinkets. i bought a, a thing that you put between your I seats. saw that on do you, or did you buy it on facebook or did you find it somewhere else i found it at aldi in the aisle, no way the aisle of no. shame when uh when? friday i am going to aldi after yeah. i leave here today so because that whenever i lose my phone right that's where i lose it these are things janet's keys. talking about that go between your console and your seat right and they're expandable foam and, and they it, fit in there perfect. well this is plastic oh, it's but plastic. it just crammed okay. down in there and, yeah yeah and it keeps like your keys or your right or, cha- or whatever but like your phone falls between there and you, you're reaching around for it oh do you remember i lost my keys yes for like a week or, or yeah. at least a week. It took me forever to find him, and it's because it went down in there. Yeah. And then got, if it gets on the inside, like underneath the seat, you can't. Right. There's not enough room to get your hand in your there. Your hand can't get to him. Oh, no. my gosh. Well, how much were they? Six bucks for I'm, two. I'm so excited. See, I <laughs> thought they were foam, so they're made out of plastic. They're made out of plastic. Okay. Yeah. All right. And you just kind of shut And they're like about, what, 18 inches long that, or 20 inches or whatever? Longer. You can go out in my car and, and okay. look. Uh, Halloween I, is can coming. Can I test it? Sure. You can like drop something and see. And I set my phone in it, like like so when I'm listening a little to a podcast. Well, the whole thing is a holder. It's one giant ah, holder. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, they have the top costumes for Halloween. Okay, if you're if you're curious. Yeah. Uh, top ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eleven was Cruella Deville. Number ten, Kim Possible. Hmm. Fairy costume number nine. Witch costume number eight. They. They just, it's classic. It's It's a classic. There's no doubt. Uh, Number seven is an alien costume. Number six, poison ivy. Number five, pirate. Number four, Grinch for Halloween. Interesting. Okay. Number number three surprises me a little bit. Velma. Velma. The homeliest of the Scooby-Doo crew. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So her costume, uh, Velma Dinkley from Scooby-Doo comes in at number three right wednesday adams number mm-hmm. two bailey went as her last year okay and number one squid games costume okay was number one okay interesting okay so if you're you know looking for those are the most searched of of the costumes bailey dressed up like wednesday adams and went to a, a little party and there was another little girl there she was a little girl, mm-hmm. and she dressed up like Wednesday, and she was so excited to get her picture made with Bailey. It was like she saw a celebrity, and right. she wanted to have her picture made oh, wow. with Bailey. Isn't that the wow. cutest? I'm going to put that up on our Facebook page. Bailey's very convincing with all that black. Yeah. Black yeah, lips. She, yeah, she pulls Holy it off. Cow. That's scary, girl. <laughs> she looks like Wednesday Adams. I can see why. Yeah. It's popular. I'll put him up on right. the Facebook. It's pretty cute. 
All right, guys, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, make today awesome. And pray for the peace of Israel. You know, yes. we're asked to in the Bible. And um, we're going to hopefully have Ron Miller in this week to talk about the whole conflict and have some prayer. You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA-FM Greta Danville. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We begin in the Middle East, where about 1,200